high short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers is a chance to recover it, and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! One and ten at the 21. Wimson hands it off. It's Benunga getting to the corner left. 20, 15, catching to 10. Benunga down near the goal line. He is in! Touchdown, Rutgers! Now with six. Baker making his move with five. Step back three for the lead. Oh. Yeah! All right, rapid reaction, Rutgers blows out Michigan 82-52 Thursday night, late night at the rack, following its worst offensive performance of the season from an efficiency standpoint in the loss to Maryland on Sunday. Rutgers delivers its most efficient offensive performance of the season. Uh, just absolute uh, demolition of the Wolverines, jumped out to a 16-4 lead. Early on, uh, just got to the rim at will, was finishing inside uh, 22 of 32 on layups and dunks, eight dunks uh, on the in the game, and uh, really just exerted their will. There was a little bit of a period there where Michigan went to the 2-3 zone towards the end of the first half, and Rutgers went scoreless for, of course, they had to have a drought uh, over five minutes, but it really didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. A 30-point win. Rutgers finishing around 1.3 points per possession, shot 52% from the floor. They were 58% from two-point range, uh, 8 of 20 from three. Just unbelievable offensive performance all around. And defensively, you know, we're dominant as well. So I talked about in my preview how much I just wanted to see the energy of this team and, and see, you know, how into the game they were communication-wise, uh, the bench's kind of enthusiasm um, and it was all there. It was all very positive in terms of Rutgers getting off the mat. Credit Steve Peichel and the coaching staff. Credit the players. Certainly was worrisome after that three-game losing streak and the way it bottomed out against Maryland. Uh, the trajectory of the season was pretty much changed at that point. Uh, it's funny. NJ Bracketology just tweeted, there's still a chance that Rutgers get a double bye in the Big Ten tournament. Um but this game certainly kept hope alive in the Big Ten standings. Uh, Michigan's now guaranteed last place. Rutgers right now technically 7-10, and 10, half a game ahead of Ohio State, who won tonight, looked really good against Nebraska. And then also um, the other team they're ahead of is uh, oh uh, Maryland, right? So uh, Maryland and Ohio State are 7-11. and 11. Indiana 7-10. Penn State's 8-10. and 10. Like, there's a pile up there. So... Uh, not going to be easy to finish out of the bottom four, to be honest with you, because uh, you're at Nebraska on Sunday. They're going to be looking to get back on it after the loss tonight. Then they're at Wisconsin next Thursday, although I just feel like Rutgers matches up well against Wisconsin. Uh, if they're going to win one of these two road games, I just think the Wisconsin game is a better matchup, and, and they won their last year, obviously. They, they beat them at the rack this year, uh, Nebraska as well, but I just think um, – that game to me is 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 winnable. Uh, not to say Nebraska is not, but I just think that that's going to be kind of a buzzsaw on Sunday night. We'll see. But um, and then you have Ohio State at home on Senior Day, which is not going to be an easy game at all. But bottom line, see Rutgers come out and not just win, not just bounce back, but to really just dominate. And and Michigan is not good by no no stretch of the imagination. They're not a good defensive team at all. 
But Rutgers just, you know, really uh, played smart for a good portion of the game. They were sharing the basketball. It was really good to see. Uh, They were beating Michigan off the dribble left and right. Uh, And they were. They were swinging a little bit and then attacking the driving lanes. It was much better. I talked about that in my preview. And um, just wanted to get back to the stats here in terms of, yeah, 52% from the floor. Michigan just 32%. Held Michigan at 26% from three. They've been pretty good from three. Uh, Rutgers didn't even get to the line much tonight, 8 of 12. Uh, turnovers, they forced a lot of early turnovers. Uh, their defense really got them back or got them into offense. That first, like, seven minutes, I mean, it was helter-skelter. Uh, and Rutgers was under control. And it was 16 to 4. Then I think it was, it was 24 to 9. Um, you know, it, they, they just they just blitzed Michigan from the start. They were not prepared. And uh, Rutgers was just very efficient early on. You know, they got a little ISO heavy towards the end of the first half. Jeremiah Williams got in foul trouble. That hurt them. Uh, and they did stall out. They didn't score for over five minutes. That was frustrating. Michigan ended the first half on a 10-0 run. Michigan, you know, starts the second half. They, they got a bucket. And then Rutgers responds with a 15-3 run. Uh, uh, and just, you know, ended all, any doubt that this game was going to be tight at all. Thank goodness I did not need uh, a super tight game tonight. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's a late one and it's been a long week and, uh, they just put the issue to bed pretty early. So it was great to see them with so much authority in this game and really just, uh, do whatever they wanted, uh, on the offensive end, how many points in the paint they have it was something filthy. It was, uh, points in the paint, 48 to 18. Holy moly. 24 to six bench points. Uh, and then, uh, you know, rebounding wise, it was actually ended up, uh, even at 39. Uh, Michigan did a lot better on the offensive glass. Of course, Rutgers, uh, you know, made a lot of shots tonight. But even though Michigan had a 14-8 edge in offensive rebounds, it was a 10-10 wash on second chance points. But really where it was just, uh, you know, a track meet, Rutgers 18-3 in fast break points. I mean, they they just, they executed really well in transition. They looked to get out on the break. Uh, they really pushed the pace. And uh, it was no contest. It was no contest. It was very balanced effort tonight. Uh, let's look at the individual stats here for a minute. Um, in terms of, you know, Cliff and Jeremiah Williams dominated, uh, 19 points for both Cliff. I thought, you know, played with a ton of energy on both ends of the floor. Rutgers did a really good job of looking for him after only had nine points combined in the last two games, 19 points, nine of 11 from the floor, 15 rebounds, uh, two blocks plus 25 in 29 minutes. Great night for Cliff. Jeremiah as well looked really good. He just dominated Michigan in both meetings this year. Uh, nine and twelve from the floor, got to the rim at will, uh, off the dribble, and it's just so under control in the paint and in traffic. Uses his body really well and uh, finished really really strong tonight. Uh, one of three from three. He had two assists, a rebound, uh, two steals, and a block. Did have three turnovers. He was plus twenty five as well, uh, and. Um, then you had uh, Andre Hyatt, uh, Noah Fernandez. Let's talk about him. Came off the bench, gave him a spark once again. He's really been a spark lately, especially hitting threes off the bench. Talked about the need for Rutgers to get three-pointers off their bench somehow, some way. Noah Fernandez, three of six from three tonight, three of nine overall, 11 points. Uh, did have three boards, three assists, zero turnovers, and a steal. Uh, so that was great to see. He gave him good minutes. Andre Hyatt, 10 points. Three of eight from the floor, six rebounds, three assists, zero turnovers, 
a block and a steal. Uh, great, a good outing for him. Jermichael Davis, you know, really did a good job on uh, Doug McDaniels tonight. Uh, scored eight points on three of four from the floor. Uh, modest stats. Otherwise, did have two steals, like I said. Was pretty good there. Um, but that's, let's see, four, five guys within eight to 19 points. Uh, you also had uh, Austin Williams, you know, a little bit off the bench there. Five points, a couple boards, a couple assists. Had some late uh, bench work with Aiden Terry at two assists. Did not convert from the free throw line. Zach Hain had a, a, a great drive at the end. I think that was his first career bucket. His dad obviously on the Rutgers staff for a long time now. Oscar Palmquist hit a late three. Gavin Griffiths forced a three and then hit a wide open three with, a, with one dribble that he got into rhythm. So that was encouraging for him. Uh, you know, Derek Simpson, to be honest, did not play too great tonight. Uh, but it really didn't make a difference. And just in terms of Michigan, want to see uh, what they held Doug to. He had, you know, pretty efficient first half. Uh, but overall, um, you know, they, they really just stymied Michigan. Will Cheddar, I thought, you know, played relatively well. I was worried about him. He had seven first half points, did not nothing in the second half. Doug did lead them with 13 points, five and nine from the field, five rebounds, four assists. But, you know, it was just not nearly enough. And uh, Michigan didn't get much production at all from, from many people. They, yeah, at 31.6%, uh, 26% from three. So very encouraging night for Rutgers. Winning is a heck of a lot better than losing. Uh, it's, you know, this is a very interesting period. Because, you know, what are you playing for? Uh, can everybody stay invested? You know, um, can they continue to build off of this now, right? This is some positive mojo going into Nebraska. I mean, at this point, listen, they really have nothing to lose, right? They have nothing to lose going to Lincoln. They don't traditionally play well there. Um, they're going to get against a team that's, you know, likely to make the NCAA tournament. Um, but they already beat them at home this year without Jeremiah Williams. So they should have all the confidence in the world going in there. And, you know, I hope that they the biggest lesson they take away from tonight is if they just, you know, play team basketball on the offensive end. Uh, share it more. How many assists do they have tonight? They had at least a dozen assists, which is very good. Um, I, at one point, it was 13 of 26. They had 17 assists on 33 makes. That's over 50% assist, uh, assist rate. Very good. Uh Listen, it's not rocket science. You know, when you share the basketball, when you reverse the basketball uh, and you attack uh, on the weak side of the defense, uh, when you, um, you know, are setting screens, creating actions, being patient, working the defense, uh, you know, able to get out in transition and, and pass effectively, looking for trailers. Uh, you know, when you pass the ball well, good things happen. You get rewarded. And Rutgers did tonight. And uh, they, they can build from that. How many guys had assists here? Um, Multiple guys had, uh, let's see, in terms of assists, uh, you had Hyatt had three, Fernandes had three, Austin Williams had two, Aiden Terry had two, and then one, two, three, four, five other guys had one. So uh, everyone was sharing the basketball a little bit. You did not see Egbole tonight. You did not see Wolfolk tonight. Rutgers played small when Cliff was not in there. Uh, Gavin Griffiths didn't come in until the second half. Uh, Mawat Mag was out tonight. Uh, they TV listed as, I believe, a calf. Um, you know, this is the third game in the last five he's missed. I think, you know, it's fair to question how much is he going to play down the stretch now, um, whatever he's battling. But it was great to see Rutgers respond the way they did to come together as a team. The rack was rocking. And let me say, one more home game left this season. But 
anybody that does not, I, I saw, I've seen some comments like, oh, the rack's not loud. I think people don't realize that TV, uh, you know, they, they, they uh, what's the right word here? You, you know, the, it's, it's not muted, but the, but the crowd noise is uh, dampened or softened, right? So the play-by-play comes across better on TV. That is not a Rutgers thing. That is a, a, a live sports thing. Uh, and that's why the crowd doesn't sound as crazy as it actually is. But the Rutgers crowds at home this year have been unbelievable. Uh, and, and to have a sellout tonight with the season they're having and to have everybody show up and the enthusiasm of the crowd, I mean, truly, Rutgers fans are, have just been awesome this season. And, you know, there's so much talk in the Big Ten. I mean, you look at what, what – and obviously there's are bigger arenas, right? But Ohio State, uh, you know, Penn State never draws. But Michigan – uh, even Indiana the other night, I mean, the upper bowl was empty, empty. Uh, again, bigger venues, but still, I mean, these are, you know, traditionally big time programs that are struggling to draw fans and Rutgers fans are just showing up uh, every game this season. So credit to the fans, credit to what Steve Peichel has built with this program. And, uh, you know, this was this was an important game, I thought I, I you did, if they lost this game, this would have been an unraveling moment and a really concerning one and a really, you know, just kind of heartbreaking one, right? And, and instead, they respond with their best offensive performance of the season. Uh, it's great to see their ability, their resiliency, uh, their ability to bounce back from adversity. Uh, it was a really disheartening performance on Sunday, and this was a really inspiring one. So can they bottle it up? Can they build off of this? Can they get their mojo back now? They've won five of eight. Uh, they won their first four with Jeremiah, lost three. Now they've won again. Uh, you're seven and ten, uphill battle, but you're in the thick of it in the bottom half of the Big Ten there. I mean, listen, you know, 10 and 10 is not out of the question, and Rutgers is now – Michigan's eliminated from this conversation. Iowa, Illinois, and Rutgers uh, and Michigan all won at least 10 regular season games in Big Ten play the last four years. Michigan's out. Rutgers is in danger of being out. Iowa, you know, probably is going to get there. Illinois is already there. But um, listen, you know, if Rutgers can split a road, the road games and beat Ohio State, finish 9-11, uh, that would be 17-14. That's probably good enough for the NIT. So I think there's hope after tonight that this team is not done yet. I think you saw a team that's done in Michigan and, you, and, and that, you know, does not have much fight left. And then you saw a team that has fight left and is not done. And that was Rutgers. And that's what we all hoped we'd see tonight. That's what we got. Uh, I thought that, you know, in terms of just how they came out, it was so important to get them off to a good start. So credit to Steve Peichel for uh, just, you know, showing them or, or getting this team to respond and for them to have the, the right amount of energy and urgency early on and to really just kind of step on Michigan's next from the start and not let go. So great to see. By the way, I know they play Mr. Brightside more more now at the rack, but it was great when Cliff scored the bucket. They went up 25, and uh, they're playing Mr. Brightside. The rack is singing along. It was a tremendous moment. You know, it's Michigan song. They sing it at that big house, I think, at the end of the third quarter. Uh, they're known for it, right? And then the rack is just screaming it as they're up 25. Rutgers now beat Michigan three in a row, four of six, after never beating them previously. And also held Michigan to its lowest point total in six years in a Big Ten game. Dominant performance on both ends of the floor. Like I said, Rutgers finished 1.3 points per possession. Is that an exact amundo? Uh, I don't think it is. Let's see. 
They were uh, yeah, 1.302. And then what did Michigan finish with uh, efficiency-wise? This is going to be very good for the metrics if you care. 0.8 points per possession for Michigan. So dominant performance on both ends of the floor for Rutgers. And uh, let's see if the metrics hit. Uh, not yet. So we'll see what they jump to. But uh, big opportunity on Sunday. Ken Palm gives them a 20% chance of winning. That's Sunday, 630. I'll be back with a preview then and maybe some more tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see. Thanks so much for listening and watching my rapid reaction. Once again, Rutgers gets off the mat. Season is not over. Let's go.